All right, well, welcome back to the Notre Dame Hounds Junior A podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jamie Nugabauer, and I'm joined on the Zoom here by uh, Brett Pilkington, the head coach and GM of the Hounds. Uh, Brett, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, doing really well. Thanks, Brett. As the Hounds get set to head to Warman, before we get to the showcase and coming up, I want to ask you about the road trip. Uh, a win, a dramatic win, as dramatic as it gets, I guess, against Kindersley in a shootout. And then uh, a six to one loss to Battleford. So it looks a lot looks a lot worse, I think, uh, than than it was. But uh, let's talk about that Kindersley game uh, first. Uh, again, uh, the Clippers come at you hard. You knew that was going to happen. They played hard. They brought it, and and uh, I guess you have to be happy with how your guys responded to the intensity that the Clippers uh, brought. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I thought we came out the first twenty minutes, and uh, you know we had good energy, and we were creating opportunities for ourselves. I, I thought the second 20 there in Kindersley, you know, we, we kind of sat back and the Clippers took it to us pretty good there. And then third period was back and forth and uh, we found a way to uh, to pull out the two points that night. Yeah, again, it seems like it's another theme too where um, the, I don't know what it is, whatever it is, but whenever Kindersley and Notre Dame play each other, it seems like it, there's, there's a lot of, Power play opportunities, it's a tough one. It's a rough one. Uh, obviously, you and I have talked many times about how there's a lot of guys making their first kind of steps into junior hockey and the physicality and the grind of practicing as much as you do, playing as much as you do. How do you think you guys handled uh, like the physicality element from Kindersley as well? Yeah, I, I think we did, we did well in that department as well. Um, I, obviously, it's early in the season, and as you ramp up to game 56, uh, you know, it, it's a grind, and each and every day you, you, you got to find a way to fight through it, and, and the teams that do that are the ones that are successful in this league. Yeah, two goals and an assist uh, for Jared Sitch, obviously. Again, we talked about him in training camp, hard not to. Obviously, when he's going, when he's right, when he's good, uh, boy, is he – He's got to be a top two, three, four defenseman in this league. Would you agree? I don't like to rank any of my players. I don't think that's on my job, but uh, I do know I enjoy uh, having them on our squad and, uh, you know, uh, watching them play night in and night out is pretty exciting. So um, I think the sky's the limit for a, a player of his, uh, of his caliber, and uh, I'm interested to see where it goes here. For sure. And then obviously the big story really was, uh, you know, Tucker and Abney jumping off the, uh, jumping out of the car, jumping onto the practice ice one day and the next day on a road trip with the players. But it seems like he's fit in right away off the ice and that's translated to two pretty decent starts on the ice. Yeah. Again, he, he did everything we asked on that road trip for us. Uh, we, we were in a kind of a tough situation there. And um, again, it, it's uh, two games and, you know, we got to look to the next ones and each day, you know, each player and each person needs to get better, not only as a person, but as a hockey player. And he's just in the mix as well. Yeah, for sure. So you guys, you know, go on to Battlefords and uh, like they got tons of weapons. Obviously, everybody around this league knows that. But, um, you know, for my money, Brett, I felt like and call me crazy, but I felt like that was the first 40 minutes in Battlefords of the best 40 minutes that the Hounds have played all year preseason, you know, going into the year. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I, I thought we did some good things. And, um, you know, you know, for that first 40 minutes, uh, uh, again, part of the game is the goaltending. And uh, I felt like their goalie made some big saves for them. And, uh, you know, um, 
our, our goal, you just couldn't find the pucks on a few of theirs and it put us behind the eight ball after 40. But uh, again, there was things in that game that we can grow on and uh, as a group and, um, you know, use in future games. Yeah, for sure. Last thing I want to talk about before we get to that, before we move on to talking a little bit about the showcase. Um, but, uh, you know, early on in preseason, you put together Dane Proby uh, and Davis Sato and Ryland Huging, and it seemed like it clicked pretty fast. Obviously, three great, hardworking kids. But, uh, you know, what kind of works with that line right now for you? Well, again, you you, you got Buck Hungry guys in Dane Proby there and Davis Sato. It, and, you know, when you look at Huging there, he's got the soft, he's the big man with the soft hands. And, uh, you know, if you can get him around the net, good things are going to happen. And uh, uh, we've been lucky so far with that that uh, trio there. And uh, I'm interested to see what the next few games bring for them. Yeah, for sure. So just uh, the goal that the Hounds scored in a 6-1 loss, which, as I said, looks worse than it than it was. The Hounds outshot Battlefords and were out shooting them pretty badly through two, in fact. Um, Josh Cote in Battleford's net was was incredible. So we got to tip the cap, but Rylan Huging did get the goal on a rebound from a Luke Helgeson uh, point shot on, on the power play. So the power play off to a, a good start, Brett. Uh, what kind of is working for that? I feel like, you know, it took, it was a little slower uh, maybe in previous years to, to get going. And then uh, this year, it seems like it's kind of exploded out of the gate. Well, again, within our power play groups there, we got principles and uh, the main principle is, is shots on goal and puck retrievals. And uh, so far early in the season here, we we've locked into that and uh, you know, got our four or five shots of PP and, and been able to retrieve pucks off those shots. So I, I think at any level, if uh, you know, you're going to have a successful power play, it's number of shots you get on the power play, the number of times, the amount of time you keep them in their zone. And uh, so far we've, we've done pretty well with that. Yeah, for sure. Obviously it's, you know, it's too early to to take too too much uh, away from from numbers and whatnot. But twenty three point five percent so far, four goals on seventeen uh, opportunities, and and plenty of chances. You know, in in a lot of those other opportunities too. So the chance creation looking good. All right, we move forward to the showcase. The Hounds uh, will take on uh, a pretty familiar foe, I guess, the Melville Millionaires, whom the Hounds took on in the preseason. Uh, on Monday at 4.30, um, you know, obviously Mike Rooney has done, a, I think, a tremendous job sort of building that organization from the ground up. Uh, you know, I, it seems like, at least from the outside, that there's a lot of respect between you and Mike uh, about, you know, in, in the job that you guys do. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet uh, Mike Rooney about uh, four years ago and uh, tra- trace back to when uh, he was scouting me as a player and, uh you know, we made a connection day one there. And, uh, again, I, uh, I, I, uh, I talked to Mike quite a bit just in general and, uh, try to get, try to get as much information out of him as possible from, you know, his past life as an NHL scout or his past life as a coach in this league. And, uh, you know, he's very knowledgeable and always willing to help me. So again, I, uh, I lean on him quite a bit for just personal advice and, uh, things like that. But, uh, when we're looking at the Melville millionaires, yeah, they, we play them here tomorrow afternoon and, uh, you know, they're, they've got some offense upside for sure. A lot of players that have played in the league for at least a year and um, we got to be aware of that. And at the same time, they, they've got some good goaltending as well. And, uh, um, you know, and um, those are good recipes for success. So uh, interested to see where it falls tomorrow. But uh, again, I like the group we've got right now going into tomorrow. And uh, again, uh, when the puck drops, uh, friendships are off and it's, it's time to grind. 
For sure. You know, I got to ask you, obviously there's a bunch of different weapons on the middle of millionaires that are getting uh, a lot of credit and for good reason, but uh, Noah Wills is as dangerous as there is of a player in this league. What's the, what's the, without, obviously you're not going to give me trade secrets or whatever, but uh, what's the plan for stopping a player like that? Well, when you look like a player at that, you know, he's got high end speed, high end offensive upside and, and, and you can tell the kid loves the game. So, um, you, you know, when you, when you see a player like that, you, you can't shut them down completely. You just want to limit the number of chances they get. And, uh, you know, then the way you do that is to take away time and space. So um, those will be focus points, not only for him, but for the whole full, whole millionaires team tomorrow night. Yeah, for sure. And so it'll, it'll be interesting. The Hounds uh, played the Mills in um, a pretty good preseason game. I thought both of those preseason games in Melville were actually really good pretty entertaining games, especially for preseason games. Uh, and the Hounds found a way to win with uh, a guy who's been a bit of a traditional Melville killer in uh, Antoine Saint-Ange, who scored the overtime winner in the preseason. Of course, that doesn't matter at all. But, um, you know, so far for Antoine, it looks like, uh, you know, a good start, good energetic start. And it seems like he's, you know, filling his role pretty well. I, I, would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. He's uh, he's come in this year. He's in phenomenal shape. And uh um, you know, he, he, he's buying into the systems and uh, he's playing some good hockey. Obviously, it's early and, uh, you know, he's got to take steps each and every day. But uh, I think, you know, when it's your last year of junior hockey, um, you're either all in or you're out. And, and I think uh, Antone, he's all in and uh, it's got, I'll be interested to see where the season runs from. For sure. Well, um, I don't know how much you're going to answer this this next question. So if you're like, you're like, I'm not, not looking to that right now, that's OK. But. Uh, you know, in a couple of day, days time, obviously, you guys take on the Melfort Mustangs and the situation with Melfort is, uh, well, I think Melville for, for one is a team that is trying to gain respect by, by, you know, having the way that they built their roster and having the talent that they have. I think a lot of people have a lot of respect for the Melfort Mustangs and, uh, and, and think that they're going to be one of the top teams in this league. So, uh, do you have time, I guess, even for a showcase like this to prepare for both teams, or do you play one game and then prepare for the other? Or how, how, what's your kind of plan for that? Well, as a staff, we'll prepare for both, obviously. But as far as uh, the players go, it's one day at a time, one game at a time. And once that one's over, move forward. But uh, yeah, so again, as a staff, we will prepare for both. But uh, as of right now, we're just looking to tomorrow tomorrow's match with Melville, and then once that one's over, we'll move forward. Yeah, for sure. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if uh, the Melville Mariners go with their 05 goaltender they just got from back from the Pats. Uh, Kelton Pine, of course, was very very good with the Patsies uh, last year, and and in call up situations with the Pats too. So, be interesting to see. And uh, the Hounds got a couple options, good ones in Anabene and Billsberger. So it should be a very interesting. Uh, goaltending matchup but uh, last question for you Brett I want to ask you about just the showcase in general obviously this is a concept that's pretty common throughout junior hockey um, you know how important is something like this for the league do you think I, I, I think it's very important as far as uh, you know the CJHL that uh, is the body of uh, Canadian junior hockey tier two hockey here and uh, I, I think uh, you know you'll, you'll see out at the rink this weekend and this week in Mormon that uh, you know, there, there's definitely some schools out uh, watching. Um, and, and I think it's very important for our players within this league to showcase themselves uh, all in one central location for a period of three days, just to open up as many doors as possible. So, uh, again, I know uh, mostly, well, all leagues across Canada do take part in a showcase format at some point. And 
Um, again, I, I think this year with our showcase, uh, you know, you know, you'll 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 see a different mix of uh, NCAA and youth sports schools in attendance. So it should be a great opportunity for our players within our league to showcase their talents and and uh, who they are as people. Yeah, great. Well, like uh, my, the, I'm hearing uh, I, over a hundred scouts are planning to come. So we'll see. That'll be great. And uh, looking forward to seeing uh, you and the boys up here in Orman soon. Thanks for your time, Brett. Thanks, dude. Have a good day.